This scripture reading and the following address were part of the YouTube streamed worship service from St Paul's Lutheran Church, Box Hill, Victoria, Australia, on March the 5th, 2023. For more information, visit www.stpaulsboxhill.org.au. a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. How can someone be born when they are old? Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear it sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. How can this be? Well, you are a teacher of Israel. Do you not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen. But still you people do not accept our testimony. I have spoken to you of earthly things and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated, everyone. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's pray. Loving God, pour out your Holy Spirit as we dwell in the Word with Jesus and also as we um, join Nicodemus with Jesus. Send your Spirit to open our hearts, our minds, our ears, our lives to receive what you have for us. Make us and keep us your holy ones in the truth, for your word is truth. Amen. Let me introduce to you a little bit further, dear fellow butterflies, my good friend Nick. Well, Nicodemus is his name. And primarily I wish to introduce 
Nick to you to help you in your life, to study God's word, to receive good news and indeed to share it, I pray. God introduces us all to Nicodemus today in John chapter 3, doesn't he? And I imagine many of you have heard of him before. But let's just delve into his resume a little. Um, He's a member of the Jewish ruling council, isn't he, as we heard? A leading Jew, a member of the Sanhedrin, the powerful religious body in Israel. We know that he's a Pharisee. Now, the Sanhedrin was a council made up of 71, and they were mainly um, Sadducees. And it's probably important for us early in this introduction to Nicodemus to be aware, if we're not already, that the Sadducees did not believe in a resurrection from the the dead, whereas the Pharisees did. The Pharisees were very much focused on the Torah, on the law, and I think this says something important to us as we're introduced to Nicodemus today. The Sanhedrin was a powerful body. It produced and enacted legislation. It was a judicial court, and we'll come to witness that as we get closer to the cross with Jesus, won't we, Uh, as we come to Maundy Thursday and to Good Friday. But primarily the Sanhedrin was a religious body, The high priest, its president, it met in Jerusalem. And that's where we are met by Jesus as he meets Nicodemus today. Although it's at night time, isn't it? Nicodemus comes to Jesus at night. What's going on here, we might wonder? Well, as you read John's Gospel, and you know, throughout Lent we're going to be hearing large parts of John's gospel in our gospel reading, so I encourage you to be there. You'll read that there's this contrast always going on between the light and the dark, the light and the dark, and there's something of that, obviously, then as we're meeting Nicodemus today, but it's not just some sort of um, thematic thing that's going on here, because as a rabbi, as a teacher, Nicodemus, for him, the time to study the Torah was often at night, You know, like a good uni student or a year 12 student, you know, very industrious at night time perhaps. That's what what was going on. And so as the Pharisees studied the scriptures by night, so we meet Nicodemus, a leader of the Jewish people, a teacher, but also a student. And I think this is where he might intersect with us as we're making something of a journey through Lent with Jesus, I pray. He comes to Jesus to study the scriptures with his fellow rabbi. And he says, you know, you've you've come from God, so there must be something important that you've got to share. We can assume, I think, quite readily that he's come to Jesus to learn. And that's a good posture for us all to take, I think, as we come to the scriptures. He's come with a desire and a willingness to know and to do God's will. That was the, you know, the, 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 um, the drive for the Pharisees. For the Pharisees, the question, how and when will we see the kingdom of God was an important one. The well-documented answer among the Jews was that the coming of God's rule is hastened by obedience to his law, by obedience to the Torah, Yeah. But Jesus has something very different to say today 
and this evening to Nicodemus and for the world. Truly, truly, I say, and when Jesus says truly, truly, it's time for us as students to stop our fidgeting and to sit up and take notice, I reckon. One must be born anew, a new life. This birth from above, produced by the Spirit of God and made possible only by the Son who comes from above, sent by the Father. So Jesus teaches Nicodemus and he teaches us it's not by keeping the law because as sinners we do not keep the law perfectly but by being born again, being born anew. And here Jesus is already pointing Nicodemus to the cross. Being born anew means being in a relationship of trust with the one who speaks, with Jesus. The Holy Spirit works faith in the hearts of people who look to Jesus in faith and put their trust in him. As readers, as fellow students, perhaps of John's Gospel today, we mightn't be surprised by Jesus' words that we need to be, to be born anew. We've probably heard them before, but as we read John's Gospel, we'll find that in the very first chapter of John's Gospel. And we hear this every Easter, uh, every Easter day in, in worship, pretty much. We hear these words. He, that is Jesus, came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, and we sometimes hear these words when we hear the forgiveness of sins in church, he gave the right to become children, children of God, children born not of natural descent nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. Already we know there's something to being born here, born anew being born again of God. And yet Nicodemus doesn't quite understand what Jesus is saying. How can an old person be born again? And of course, we know today that Jesus, of course, is not talking of a, a physical or biological birth, but new birth by the Spirit at work in someone's life. Jesus says very truly, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. Unless you are born of water and the Spirit, Jesus says, the new birth Jesus speaks of here is not one which is obtained by our own powers to keep the law, to keep the Torah, but it is, can only be a gift of God to be received in faith. It's the gift of the Spirit who works faith in your heart, fellow butterfly. And in mine, by bringing us into a relationship with Jesus. That's the job description of the Holy Spirit. 
And we know that in baptism, as um, David said to the kids, that's where we receive this gift. That's the work of the Spirit in you and the work of the Spirit in me and not only in us, but through us. How? Well, I think it's not a rocket science answer, I have to say. It's by receiving and then pointing others to the one in whom we trust. For God so loved, for God so loves the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. Hands up if you've heard these words before. Yes. Hands up if you know these words. Yes. Study them, may I encourage you, fellow learners. Learn them. If you learn no other words in the scriptures, may I encourage you to know these words for yourself and to learn to live them by heart and be ready to share them in your relationships with others. Perhaps by the words that you speak, perhaps by the love that you share, perhaps by the actions that you take. Just as the people of the Old Testament looked up in faith to the snake lifted up in order to be saved from the plague of snakes from death, so all who look in faith to the one lifted on the cross will be saved. It's not rocket science, is it? But we know from our own lives that sometimes our witnessing is just, it's hard. And sometimes it's even scary. We often struggle, I think, at least I know I do from time to time, to witness to someone we know and love who doesn't seem to understand this story or know it. How much does Nicodemus understand as Jesus speaks to him? And how worried is Jesus by it, I wonder? Well, it's interesting, Nicodemus leaves the scene. But we don't hear that Jesus goes running after him to grab him and shake him and say, You've got to, I've got to tell you this now. Jesus lets the Spirit blow where the Spirit blows in the life of Nicodemus. Nicodemus disappears, but we'll meet him again in the Gospel as we read further. For example, as we come to John chapter 7, we'll meet our friend Nick again. And we'll find him here defending Jesus when other Pharisees and the chief priests want to arrest him. It seems that something of learning is going on, not only in Nicodemus's head, but something of faith in his heart. And the next time we'll meet him is when we'll all gather at the cross at Easter time. Nicodemus will be there amazingly with Joseph of Arimathea, a disciple of Jesus, as together they take the body of the crucified Jesus to be buried. John's telling us that Nicodemus too has been born again into a living faith. The flow of grace from the side of Jesus and the spirit at work has brought the one whom we might least expect to come to saving faith. As Jesus makes the steps to the cross this Lent, so we can be reminded that Nicodemus has been making steps on his journey to faith. And that's often the way it is as we witness 
to Jesus on the cross for us. Today I simply want to encourage you then, fellow butterflies, in your witness to others. I encourage you to continue in the process of being born again, in the promises of God for you, especially in your baptisms. Martin Luther had this lovely saying to say, start each day by running, by running back to your baptisms. Be washed over by the promises of Jesus for you. They are new every morning. Secondly, witness clearly of this in your love and your care for others. And don't give up. I think especially here today of the people in your life and in mine whom you might love dearly and perhaps who don't know the joy of the relationship of faith with the one lifted up on the cross for them and for all. Like Nicodemus, our life of faith is one of many steps perhaps in coming to know Jesus fully for us and so it is for the people whom we witness to. We may sometimes think that we've tried hard for many years to share the gospel with someone that we know, maybe someone that we love dearly, maybe someone we love so very much and yet they haven't responded in the way we want or expect. Keep on witnessing in love, for Jesus is with you. And finally, may I encourage you to continue to learn. Learn with and learn from Nicodemus, who came from the group who rejected Jesus outright, and yet who by his encounter with Jesus for him in word and deed was born anew by the Spirit and the grace which flowed from Jesus' side. Don't lose heart. Keep your eyes on Jesus and place your life in his hands. Continue to learn, for Jesus is with you and in your witness to others, that God so loves the world that he sent Jesus that they would not die but have eternal life. Amen. And God's peace will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.